right now I'm averaging between $4,000 to $7,000 a month. Um, my best month, I made 10 k most of it coming from sponsor post opportunities. At Founder, we're on a mission to democratize entrepreneurial education and on our way to building one of the largest online schools in the world for entrepreneurs. We interview some of the greatest founders of our generation to find out how they did it so you can too. However, in this series, we're doing things a little differently. We're working with our own students in our community who are deep within the process of building our own successful business. These are the founders of tomorrow, who've stood where you are and are on the way to building the business of their dreams. Now, before we jump in, our lawyers have told us to tell you this. Of course, we can't guarantee you'll have the results like some of our stories are about to share in this show. And as you know, with any business, it's a lot of hard work in addition to completing any online course. And with that said, welcome to From Zero to Founder. Hey guys, Molly here. I'm the community manager for Founder Magazine and welcome back to the series From Zero to Founder. Today I'm sitting down with Jasmine Watts, who is one of our Instagram domination students. Her account's nearly grown to 30k and is making 7 to 10k just from her Instagram. It's such a great story and I'm really excited to hear all about her journey. So let's get into it. Hi Jasmine, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk to me about your experience as well as your Instagram. I'm really excited to hear more. So to begin, why not start by introducing yourself and telling me a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Jasmine Watts, and I am the creator of Miss Millennium Magazine and uh, my newest blog, uh, Blogging Money Life. Amazing. And you've got quite the experience behind you besides Instagram. So what did you do before you decided to create your magazine? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually got started with my blog uh, uh, about a decade ago now um, when I graduated from college. I got my degree in fashion. I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. And um, the only thing I knew once I graduated is that I had no interest whatsoever anymore in doing anything in fashion. Um, I started my blog, Miss Millennium Magazine, to pretty much talk through that experience. Uh, I was graduating into a recession. Uh, so that was tough. Uh, I had no idea what I wanted to do for a career. I knew what I didn't want to do, which happened to be uh, something I had just spent a lot of money on uh, getting a degree for. And I just wanted to talk through what that felt like and what it was like to talk to my peers who were experiencing similar things. And um, that's pretty much how my blog was born uh, from me just wanting to share my experience and, and connect with other people who may be feeling the same way. Very, very interesting because blogs have kind of shifted throughout the years and it's gone more onto, you know, vlogging styles and things like that. Back when you first started your blog, who was your inspiration to to start blogging and sharing your experience? Was there anyone in particular? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So the people I follow back then, um, my two favorites was Pat Flynn uh, from Smart Passive Income. And then I love John Chow from johnchow.com. So those were the two I followed um, pretty religiously. I, I read every single blog post and I, I followed on um, to know that this is possible. It is possible to actually bring an income with your blog. This isn't a pipe dream. And just because, you know, there aren't other people around you who are doing the exact same thing doesn't mean that it's still not plausible. I completely agree with you, which is really exciting to see, you know, the shift as well between people you, you look up to and how you can also adapt and grow yourself. Uh, talk to me about the, the system you kind of went through posting your first blog post and how you kind of gained an audience via your blog. 
Yeah, uh, it was a little bit of a long journey for me, actually, from posting my first blog post. I remember my finger shaking right right above the publish button uh, before I actually hit publish. I was so nervous about putting myself out there and was also surprised to see that no one was reading my blog. They couldn't find it. They didn't know it existed. Uh, So that led me down a journey of, okay, how do I get people to my blog? Um, What other things do I need to sign up for? That's how I learned about social media marketing. Like that wasn't even a term that everyone knew about when I first started blogging. Um, And the funny thing is like me getting my blog started and learning those things from the ground up is what led me to my now career as a marketer. Um, I started as a social media manager and um, moved my way up to being a content manager and um, eventually marketing strategist. And it's all because of my blog. I've I've had some really good opportunities from my blog directly, like being able to interview and um, participate in different forums that I would have never dreamed that I would be able to do. But also like learn all these skills that helped me develop not only as a person, but also in, in my career. I love that you touched upon growth and education because it has been, you know, a very limited thing back then of, you know, educating yourself and maybe even CEO and how to actually get traffic to your blog. Was this kind of an idea that you learnt yourself or you had mentors that you looked up to to educate yourself? Mm, Yeah, I I did actually. So prior to me starting my blog, I was looking for ways to bring income in college. I didn't want to get a traditional job because I was already, you know, filled between my classes. I was working um, in an internship and, and doing other things. So uh, I looked into doing freelance writing and I worked, I wrote for websites like Yahoo and some other uh, places associated content. And I knew that I wasn't making a whole lot of money. It turned out I was writing for what is now called content mills. I was only making like $10 an article. My highest was probably $50 an article. And I was working really hard to pump out content. And the whole time thinking like, what are the other people making? The people I'm creating this content for, like how much are they being paid and how are they being paid uh, to do this? And that's what led me to creating my blog. I didn't even know when I created it, it was a blog. I just called it a website because that wasn't a term that I was familiar with at all when I first started it. Interesting. And how did you find, uh, I guess, the development? Was it one or two blog posts later that you started seeing that audience come over? Or was it after a certain amount of time that you were like, yes, this is working and it's now going to be another a stream of income? I would say that I spent a lot of time just looking at other bloggers, researching uh, different techniques, like how do you get traffic to your blog? Um, really basic Google searches. Google was my my educator at that point. Um, just seeing this is some things that other people did and I'm going to try to do that as well. And then I think one of the other big changes for me when I started to see traffic come in is when I learned that um, you should have a content management system. So I was hand coding. I didn't know how to code. So I was learning how to code and also hand coding my blog at the same time. And I didn't put it together that, you know, not having a content management system was also affecting my traffic. Once I um, signed up for WordPress and used that content management system, I started to see more organic traffic start coming in after that. Amazing. And it's definitely key. Content management is definitely something that I'm sure you still, you know, prioritize today. I would love to know when you discovered Instagram because you have taken our Instagram domination course, which does also touch upon, you know, how to create a content calendar and really get ahead of the amount of the mountains of content you can actually create. 
So when did you make that change to Instagram in a visual blog? So when I first started my blog, uh, there was only a couple of social media platforms. Um, the big ones were Facebook and Twitter. That was it. Uh, I remember when Instagram first came out and I was a little skeptical because I'm like, well, this was a time where you didn't have to be on multiple social media platforms. It was like, these are the main ones. Don't worry about the others. And, you know, eventually we learned that you want to be on as many of these platforms as possible as a blogger, because that just means more traffic for you. Um, I was a little bit of a late bloomer to Instagram and a lot of it was just because I was intimidated by it. It it was so different from Facebook and Twitter, these platforms where it's very word based. Um, you don't have to have pictures if you don't want to. And this was a platform where it is pictures. Like you have to have beautiful photos. You have to make sure you have great content along with the photos. And I, I just did not know where to start. Um, I, and that's kind of what led me to Instagram domination because I learned, I later learned that Instagram was the number one platform that, um, businesses actually make money off of when you're looking at social media. So I said, okay, that's something I need to pay attention to. Uh, I'm all for making more money. And that's what led me to the Instagram domination course. And honestly, it taught me everything I knew about Instagram because prior to that, all I had was, you know, an Instagram account set up and maybe posting a couple of selfies, but I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) I think that was a a way for a lot of people. I know myself, when I first started Instagram, it was just a place that I kind of saved photos and maybe used filters. So it's really, really amazing to see how far it's developed in only a few years. You touched upon Facebook and Twitter, and you said you're an active user of those platforms. Were you generating income through those platforms as well? I can't say that I, I was. And the main reason that led me to wanting to focus more on Instagram, not just from a traffic perspective, but from a sponsor post one. Um, I am a big advocate for sponsor posts. I actually created a course that teaches bloggers how to make money with sponsor posts. And um, one of the big things that I kept hearing from brands was, hey, you know, we're willing to pay you X amount of dollars to post on your Instagram account. I didn't have an active Instagram account. And um, they all say, you know, you have 10,000 um, sus- uh, followers, 10,000 sus- uh, followers. And the whole time I, I was thinking like, well, I'm not even close to that. I think I was probably at like, I don't know, 3,000 or so um, Instagram followers. And it just seems so far fetched that I can get to 10K um, that I just didn't think that that was a possibility. But Brands are willing to pay you for just that social media platform. That was the first time I saw that. Brands were not coming to me and saying, hey, I'll pay you this amount of money to post on Facebook. Like that was kind of a given. If you wrote a blog post, it's going to be shared on Facebook and Twitter, but not as a platform on its own. Like I want to pay you to do this. Um, And yeah, like getting to 10,000 subscribers on Instagram was was a a big uh, marker for me. Definitely. What year was it that you started with the the 3000? Because even to get to 3000, probably back, back when you were probably one of the first users on Instagram before all the new features came out, that's a triumph in itself. So how long did it actually take for you to get from zero to 10K? Okay. So to get from zero to that 3000, that was years. <laughs> that was a couple of years of me trying um, to, and really hard, like posting my blog posts, researching, just doing everything under the sun. And I will say probably about two and a half years. It took me to get to that point. Uh, when I signed up for Instagram domination, however, um, with that 3K that I had, I got to 10K within six months. Like it was a huge difference between how long it took me to get to where I was with that measly 3K and then 
getting to the 10K within that same year. Incredible. Six months, 10K. That's probably one of the first big goals that you really ticked off, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was so excited. I can only imagine. 10K is amazing, especially now with all the features that you can get. Now that you've hit 10K, we've got swipe ups, we've got, you know, so many other features that can really help people that are trying to market themselves on Instagram. And from growing to 10K, what was the first thing you did? Was it try to reach out to different brands that were similar to you to get partnerships? Mm, Yeah, it was actually. I I remember within that first, say, two months of me reaching 10K, I already had a couple of sponsored post opportunities um, um, because I had hit the 10K K number. And that's something that I continually use as an, um, an asset. I say, hey, do you want to post on Instagram alone? That's definitely a more uh, in a, inexpensive option for a sponsor post compared to doing a full-blown campaign with me with blogs, a blog post and a video and, and other things. Incredible. When would you say that the posts and your partnership started growing to the point where you were confident to say that this is another stream of revenue for you? I would say that my posts started growing to that degree once I figured out what my strategy was for my content. When I had consistent content, um, we made sure that I had a style guide. Uh, We always hit a certain number of words with my content. We always had uh, social media images created for all my content, a Facebook image, Pinterest images, and Instagram um, image. And once I got to that point, I'm like, man, this, the amount of work that I'm putting behind my content alone, like regardless of how much traffic it brings in, which, you know, it does bring in traffic, but just the, the effort uh, put behind each piece is when I decided this is, this is something for sure. Definitely. And like you just mentioned, it's a lot of work that goes into having a profitable Instagram account. It's not just posting pictures. There's a lot of behind the scenes effort that goes into it, which I think is great that you did mention. You touched upon your strategy and within the Instagram domination course, there is so much information that can really, really help you grow. Was there one thing in particular that stuck out to you that you were like, this is the magic that I need to actually help me get my Instagram account in order? That's such a hard question because I feel like there are so many, so many uh, great tips that I, I regularly implement. And, you know, the way I look at it is like, how fast do you want to grow? You can do all of these things and grow quickly, or you can do, you know, a couple of these and, you know, it's going to be consistent, but probably not as fast as you would like. I think probably the biggest piece of information that helped me the most with the Instagram domination course was posting daily. Uh, that is something that I just was not paying attention to or or doing for that matter. Uh, I would post like three times one day and then not post for four days and then post once, you know, the next day. And it was just all over the place. When I saw um, Nathan talk about how he lost subscribers on the days that he did not post, I was like, mind blown there. Uh, and that that one tip alone has consistently proved um, to be very, do very well for us, not just for Miss Mill. Um, I've actually created Instagram accounts for several companies that I've worked for and grown them quickly, uh, typically getting, you know, to the thousands within a few months because I can't implement all those strategies I learned with Instagram domination. So tried and true, it works every single time. Consistency is definitely key. And that's one thing even ourselves at Founder definitely live by. So I 100% agree. And I think it's really interesting that you've taken these learnings and not done it once, but done it several times. I would love to hear about how you've adapted to different genres because Instagram is limitless. You can go on as a personal brand. You can have anything under the sun. 
What were some of the different Instagram accounts that you have grown and what were their niches? Yeah, absolutely. Um, probably one of my favorite ones I like to refer back to. My husband and I created a, um, a brand together where we sold French presses um, on Amazon. So we had a, a, an Instagram channel. It turned out to be our, our number one uh, social media plat- platform that we had uh, that was focused on coffee. And um, it grew so fast. We alternated between quotes and um, had a really nice checkerboard uh, layout for our Instagram account. Um, and it was mostly just coffee and cats. And I know that seems like a weird combination, but the name of our brand was called El Gato Malo. Um, it was for Insta, uh, for French presses. So we had pictures of our French presses, our cats, little videos, just really mixing up the content and talking about coffee, like <laughs> nonstop. Um, so that was one uh, niche that we were in. Another I know that I've done right now, my husband and I, we just started our blog together called Blogging Money Life, where we are documenting our experience. Um, right now we're in the process of moving um, to Costa Rica from the United States. So documenting our experience with what that's like and who we are at the same time, teaching people about blogging and how blogging has kind of opened up doors for us to be able to make a move like this. Um, so completely different um, niche as well. I've also done Instagram accounts for e-commerce. Um, I did one for a healthcare um, company. Um, and I think I've done another one before as well for um, a storage, a storage facility. Um, so yeah, I've created many Instagram accounts at this point. That is just wow. And I think that's really a great testament to the learnings that you've implemented and the education that you've also given yourself to be able to do it across so many different brands and products, which is incredible. And I think it's great that also with your you know, Amazon coffee that you've touched into some particular trends that can also help uh, boost because who doesn't like cats and who doesn't really like coffee? So I think that's <laughs> incredible. And I think one of the key points that you touched upon is freedom. Instagram can give you that freedom. And I would love to hear more about how that's kind of developed for you and where you might have been prior. So where were you living? What was your day-to-day like to now? So I still work. I work full-time, um, but I work remotely. I think being able to work on Instagram and just blogging and just this whole nomad life in general has, has proven to me that it's you can get a lot of stuff done uh, working remotely. Uh, I've worked with people all over the world um, from, you know, I have virtual virtual assistants who live in the Philippines. I've had people I've worked with who live in South Africa, people in the U.S., of course. Um, But yeah, I really, I really think that that freedom means being able to really see what is possible um, with all of these different channels. And then, you know, it connects you as well. Um, I've made a lot of connections with people through Instagram, actually, people private messaging me and, you know, having a conversation and it turning into a partnership or some way we work together uh, or collaboration with another blogger or company. Um, So yeah, I, I think it's, it's just been huge. Hey there, Nathan Chan here, CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine. If you're enjoying From Zero to Founder and you want to learn from some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation, then I highly recommend you also subscribe and check out the Founder Podcast. We talk to some of the most successful people on the planet to discover how they're building their businesses. So you can take a front row seat as we go deep and we learn from some of the founders 
of brands like Netflix, Dropbox, Reebok, and so many more, and how they built these companies. You can find the Founder Magazine podcast with Nathan Chan on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe. All right, now let's get back into the show. Networking is definitely key because there are so many different relationships that you can leverage and and really use to help you grow in particular. Collaborations is a massive thing on Instagram and the platform itself, whether that's a paid collaboration or whether that's just, you know, helping a friend, which I also think is really, really great. You touched upon also your team. And I think that's incredible that you've grown a team outside of, you know, Instagram and, and whatnot. I'd love to hear are they ones that help you with your content? Are they particular, you know, full-time, part-time employees? Some are full-time, yes. Um, the people who I have working with me now, I have a couple of virtual assistants who help with me in, an, in a variety of ways, from um, answering emails to pulling content for me to work on different products that I'm working on. Um, I have a graphic designer. I have an editor. And then I also have a team of freelance writers who um, helped me with writing content um, when I'm not writing. <laughs> uh, so that's my team for now. In the past, I, I've worked with interns before. Uh, I've worked with marketers. Uh, I've hired agencies to help me with different um, advertising ads for Pinterest or Facebook. Uh, I, I love the idea of just being able to use other people's knowledge, um, not just from learning myself, but also seeing how other people go about um, a certain process. And it really does, I, I feel like you can't really grow until you're able to relinquish some of your duties and, and delegate those things out, uh, which I feel like is, is very difficult for, for uh, uh, brand owners to, to do because it's your baby, right? You don't want to hand it off to someone and then they hurt it somehow. But once you get past that, uh, the, just so many things you can get into and, I, I, one of my biggest things with working with other people is leveraging their knowledge too. Um, if they have an idea for something, just going through things that may not be related to what they do, I want to hear it because it's maybe something I haven't thought of. Um, so yeah, just so many benefits to that networking and also just being able to work with people from different backgrounds. Knowledge sharing is definitely a massive unlock that I think when people actually adapt that approach can really, really grow. And I guess you were a prime example of that. I would also mm-hmm. love to hear your take because since you've started Instagram, there's been a lot of new features that have been added to the app and will continue to be added. You know, we've got Reels, we've got IGTV, you know, we've got shopping through Instagram. How have you been using those new features to really help grow your account? Because I feel like your account's now 27,000 followers. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so we love the stories uh, because, of course, we had 10,000 um, followers. That meant that we can put links into our, our stories, which is great. It, it works well as far as like getting more traffic to our, our blog now um, outside of the, the link in the bio. Um, IGTV and some of the other video features are ones that I'm still kind of like tiptoeing in. <laughs> For me to be like, uh, I'm supposed to be more of an innovator for a blogger, but I feel like I'm slow when it comes to getting into the newer features, but I'm, I'm happy that they're there. I mean, it, it's incredible as far as uh, the possibilities that you really have with them. I know I recently started doing um, YouTube videos and I'm using um, a formula where I take my videos, chop them up a little bit and also create smaller videos to promote my longer videos uh, on IGTV, on stories. 
And um, so far, so good. Uh, it's really helped as far as like getting more traffic to my YouTube channel. So I am grateful for those. Amazing. And I think you're completely right with how you can leverage Instagram to help with those other platforms that you are on. And you mentioned your link in your bio and you probably have an incredible call to action, but where does that link go? Is it another way for you to generate traffic to, is it your French press store? Is it your money blog life store or other accounts? Sorry. What does that really lead you to? Yeah. So um, I actually use the later uh, app because I know that was something that was introduced to me through the course. And um, I use their link in bio uh, tool. And um, it's a really cool tool. It allows you to link to every single post that you do on your grid, uh, which is amazing. And that's what I, I like to use between that and then um, driving people to my YouTube channel is typically where I, I go. Just go generally to the channel or click on each image to go to whatever um, item they're interested in. Amazing. And from that, do you or are you the type of person that really focuses on your metrics and your insights generated from Instagram or whether that's, you know, your call to action leading to YouTube? Do you, do you monitor the traffic? Yes, yes, I do. Um, so I look at my analytics for YouTube regularly. Like I am constantly watching that because it's something that I'm trying to continue to grow. And um, one of the hardest parts is it's figuring out, well, where is my traffic coming from? Um, since we are a newer channel, we just started our YouTube channel this this year. Um, most of our traffic is external, um, and the only social media platform we're focusing on is Instagram. Um, yes, we still post to Facebook and Twitter, um, but we are putting most of our effort into our Instagram channel because we know that that's where we can really build those deeper connections um, with with people and and get them to make it to our video, our YouTube channel and subscribe. We've actually seen it firsthand. And while it's not tracked, I can't track it as far as like someone clicking on a link on Instagram and then watching a video on YouTube. I have seen people comment on our posts on Instagram and then comments on the video on YouTube. So I know for a fact that we have seen subscribers come from Instagram. Incredible. And I guess that kind of is a testament to, to having loyal followers because it's one thing to have followers and numbers, but if they're not interacting with your posts, if they're kind of what you would call ghost followers, it can be really difficult to have, I guess, genuine engagement. Have you ever struggled with genuine engagement or have you always had that consistent, really valued relationship with your audience? Mm, you know, it's it's hard to say. I, I feel like um, even though I'm a blogger, I'm, I'm supposed to be able to put my life out there for everyone to know who I am and, and get to know me. But I'm actually a pretty private person. I, I typically don't like to share uh, a lot of details about myself outside of um, my newsletter. My newsletter, I'll get very personal and, and tell everything. Uh, social media, not as much. But the way I like to think about Instagram is it's more of like, it's almost like a blog platform. Like you have so much space to write, so much content. And I mean, they say a picture is worth you know, a thousand words. Um, and you really have that, uh, opportunity to write out, this is what I was thinking, or this is what I was feeling when I share this image with you. I shared a post on Instagram the other day, um, of my peach tree in my yard. And, um, this is a tree I've had for four years and, um, it's never bared fruit. <laughs> and I'm getting to this point now where I'm getting ready to leave the country. And sure enough, this is a year that I finally have so many peaches on my tree. It is like unreal. They're all over the yard. I'm eating like three or four peaches a day. 
And I, you know, wrote a story about how this feels so like, um, it's just a good representation of what my life has been like here. Um, I'm leaving and going to experience another country, but, uh, this is just a, a good example of like, I put in all this work and I do have great relationships here. I do have a lot of friendships that I'm sad to be leaving, but, um, you know, it's just a part of that journey. This was not a blog post. This is nowhere on my blog. It's not a video. It is just on Instagram. So it just proves that this is one of those platforms where I can share. This is content. This is actual content that I can really connect with my reader and hopefully they can connect with me in that way as well. I love that symbolism. And I think that's important also that, you know, you can share bits and pieces and it's really up to the creator what they actually want to choose to share and how I guess, vulnerable they want to be with their audience or if they want to create a new persona, which is really cool about Instagram. And there's so many accounts that you see that can do this. You mentioned how with your loyal followers and partnerships, has the opportunity presented itself to move to Costa Rica because you are making a certain amount of revenue from your Instagram now that you're comfortable with your remote work as well as generating revenue through these posts? Yeah, I would say so. Definitely. Uh, I, I definitely feel like it, it gives me more credibility um, having a, a bigger Instagram account because no brand denies it. They say, oh, I want to be on your Instagram account. What can I do to do that? Um, and I really didn't get to that point where I had brands contacting me instead of the other way around until after I got my Instagram account to 10,000 followers. Um, and that number, as far as like people who reach out to me, who want to partner with me just grows as my Instagram account grows. Um, I know it's probably not the number one thing they look at when it comes to working with me. Um, but it's definitely a factor because more than not, they bring it up. If I don't mention Instagram, they're like, so are we going to be on your Instagram channel? Um, or they mention like, well, how much is it if I just want to do Instagram, like brands bring this up to me. Uh, so it has definitely played a role in, um, just my overall relevance, um, on, on the platform and just being able to teach other bloggers about it. Really great insight. And I know a lot of people listening, their end goal might be the exact same, having a new income stream. And I would love the transparency from you for these listeners in terms of when you started, posts are probably making $0. Whereas now, how much would you say that you can actually generate from these partnerships and sponsored posts? Okay. So partnerships and sponsored posts, the this year has probably been one of my best years um, overall when it comes to sponsor post content. Um, right now, I'm averaging between $4,000 to $7,000 um, a month. Um, my best month, I made $10K, um, most of it coming from sponsor post opportunities. Now, I'm still making money with advertising and affiliates, but yeah, most of that is coming from brand partnerships. So yeah, it is definitely possible to make pretty good income. That is incredible. And I think that's that's great to have as extra income and, you know, lead you to more opportunities. You touched upon now that you're going into creating a course to help others with sponsored posts. How did that come about? So I knew I wanted to create uh, something that would really resonate with new bloggers because I know that one of the biggest hurdles that new bloggers face is this, everything in their mind. Um, it's all these insecurities. What if I'm not good enough? Uh, what if no one wants to buy from me? I don't want to be salesy. It's just... I feel like it's so much more simple to do if we just get out of our own heads. Uh, so I knew I wanted to focus on beginner bloggers and I wanted to focus on something that makes it so they can make money quickly. 
uh, a fun story about me is the first way I made money with my blog. And I say real money because I was making pennies with Google AdSense initially. Um, but the first way I made money was with sponsor posts. Um, I did not have a whole lot of followers. Um, I did not have uh, a ton of traffic uh, on my website, but it was still a way for me to get paid because I knew my audience. Um, I was writing content regularly and um, I was a good writer. And that's all that really matters at the end of the day. As long as you present yourself as a professional blogger, you're consistent with your blog, brands will want to work with you. You don't have to have a lot of traffic. You can have been blogging for one month um, and that's perfectly fine. And I just want to show bloggers that that way. I feel like uh, doing sponsorships, get kind of they get a little bit of a bad rep because you have to work um, to actually get the income. You have to write the blog post before you get paid and as opposed to getting passive income. But passive income, what a lot of people don't tell you is it's not all that easy <laughs> to do. Like it definitely takes skill. You have to learn from people who are doing well with it. And you can't just, you know, take affiliate banners and put them on your website and expect to get paid. Um, and that's what I did. And I made nothing. <laughs> I mean, absolutely nothing was with affiliates initially because I didn't know what I was doing. Sponsorships, you know, you just do what you've already been doing. Write good content on your blog um, and brands will want to work with you. So I teach bloggers how to get to that level where, you know, brands want to work with you because you're a professional, not necessarily because you have all this traffic or, or, or all these other things. Um, and I hope that that opens the door for them to get into all these other monetization opportunities that are out there because there are so many as a blogger. It's definitely growing and growing. There's side hustles out there and less. And I think that's great that you're teaching beginners because it is a crazy time where you can get a bit lost or there is so much information out there that you just want to come somewhere that's succinct. How have you Definitely. been going with the course? Has it been open to the public? Have people enrolled? How has that been, as I guess, another income for you as well? It's been great. Uh, when I've actually launched it. So I haven't launched. It's been closed um, this year so far. I haven't opened it up to launch again. Um, and that's mostly because I have been preoccupied with my move, uh, my YouTube channel and my new blog um, that I'm getting started. So I'm hoping to launch that um, in the next few months here again uh, for people who want to sign up for Blogging Money Formula is what it's called. Um, but yeah, it, it, when I have launched it, it has been great. Um, my feedback has been mostly positive. And um, my favorite part is hearing people's stories about how I made my first, you know, $700 or, you know, $1,000 um, using the strategies that you teach in this course. And again, like just being able to answer questions for my, my um, students and just tell them to get out of your own head. <laughs> that, that's more than likely 90% of the time, just get out of your own head, get out of your own way and, you know, the money will come. What a full circle moment from taking a course by founder, learning the basics, learning the foundations to now you creating your own course to help others. I think that's that's incredible and something that, you know, when it happens, it kind of like a pinch me moment where a couple of years ago you were finding your feet and now you're helping others find their feet, which is great. You touched upon also testimonials and feedback, and that's another great thing that you can leverage on your own Instagram. Is that something that has really proven as you know, uh, a tick, a, a little nugget of gold? Absolutely. And it's so funny you mentioned that because if you were to go to my IGTV right now on my Miss Millennium Magazine channel, the only videos I have there are testimonials. <laughs> so it is a great platform for that, for people to be able to speak your praises. I, I 
I know I have my issues when it comes to, oh yeah, I'm great. I'm awesome. Like I hate doing it. It makes me cringe. Um, but it's so much easier to hear other people say it from their words, especially because like um, what a lot of people say, they benefited from my course and from my content. It's something I was not even intending to do. <laughs> it's always like, I like your delivery. I like that you get straight to the point. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. I was just talking like how I typically do. Um, so yeah, I think it's a great platform for that. Incredible. And it probably motivates you to do more and more. And working towards wrapping up, speaking about motivation, where is your goal for your Instagram account to grow to now? Or what are some other goals that you really want for you when you move to Costa Rica? For my Instagram account, as far as growth, um, I just wanted to continue to grow. Uh, I feel like I, I've reached that point. You know, the 10,000 followers is great. Um, I definitely want to replicate that success with my new blog, my new Instagram account. Like I said, it's still pretty new. Um, so, and I'm splitting my time between my current blog and my new one. Um, so it probably doesn't get as much time as it as it deserves, but. I do love having a new platform where um, I'm really focusing more on being personable and telling more of my story instead of telling everyone's story. You know, my blog, Miss Millennium Magazine was not just for me. I wanted to tell my story, but I wanted everyone else to hear other people's stories and know that you're not alone. Um, whereas this new blog, Blogging Money Life, I'm really telling my story. This is how I got here. Um, this is how I got here. Um, and this is um, the result of that. This is who I am and I'm, you know, take her or leave her. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to just be able to uh, be more personable and um, maybe turn my new Instagram channel into a form of my newsletter where I can tell little stories and let people get peeks into my life. I love how they all intertwine for you. And it, it's definitely a passion that you have and it, it radiates that, of course. And I think that's, oh, thank you. no, I think that's a great goal to have, especially, you know, you're very close to 30K on Miss Millennial, which is an incredible feat and growing and growing on your other personal and your experiences that will probably just continue to grow when you are in a new place as well, because you'll have a lot more content to share. But my last question, and I think is my most valuable question is, Someone listening to this right now thinking they want to get started on Instagram or join the Instagram Instagram domination course, what insights or advice would you give to them to be able to grow? One thing that a lot of people get wrong when it comes to doing something on social media or creating a blog is that that person got to where they are by themselves. Like they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and now they're just awesome and, you know, they didn't need help at all. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, I didn't really start to see growth on my blog or on any of my social media platforms until I started asking for help. Sometimes that is a course. Sometimes that's getting a mentor or a, a coach. Um, but no one does this alone. And if you feel like you're going to get there without having to do some research from other people who've been there, uh, you're going to be struggling for a long time because that's definitely what I was doing uh, prior to learning that, hey, other people have done this and they do it a lot easier than, you know, the way I'm trying to do it. Um, so I would say definitely do it. I, I have not taken any other Instagram courses since Instagram domination because honestly, I don't need to. And I also love that um, the course is updated. It was recently updated um, not that long ago, if I, if I remember correctly. 
and um, I'm looking forward to going through it again, um, more so so I can get comfortable with those other parts of Instagram that have changed, like stories and IGTV and um, all of these other platforms that weren't really around when I first took the course. Incredible and such great advice. And I really want to thank you, Jasmine, for sharing your story. I'm sure it's going to inspire so many people listening. And you know, maybe we'll check back in with each other when you've hit 50K and and in Costa Rica. So I'm very excited and thank you so much, Jasmine. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, we hope you're loving From Zero to Founder and you're getting a ton of value from it. If you want access to the exact free training that led today's founder to where they are now, head to founder.com slash Instagram training or follow the link in the show notes.